This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you like the great outdoors? Are you or are you looking to be a master bow hunter, king of the hill in archery? You're in the right place. Welcome to Bow Hunter Planet. It's the Bow Hunter Planet podcast, recorded live in the BHP Studios, Detroit, Michigan, with your host, Team BHP. The BHP podcast is proudly presented by Vanguard Outdoors. Learn more at vanguardworld.us. Hello and welcome to the bowhunterplanet.com podcast. Myself, Dave Thomas, along with Jamie Nopum, and today we got Gary from the marketing department of Bear Archer. Gary, how you doing? Doing great, guys. Glad to be with you. Thank you so much for joining us. You know, you guys launched some new bows here, and I, I, I called you. I wanted to get you on this podcast as soon as possible to talk about um, what you guys are offering this year and the new lineup. So can you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, I tell you what, we are super fantastic, excited about this lineup this year. We feel like we really... We uh, really wanted to, and, and, you know, the main thing was we come out with even a stronger line um, on our uh, uh, dealer side of it. So on our Legend Series, we stepped up our game, and then we got our mainline bows, too. And uh, this year, we come out with, the on the flagship side, we got the Kuma. Fantastic bow, man, that thing. We really we put a lot of in- innovation into it, uh, along with uh, making it really affordable. So, you know, we, we've done a lot of things this year. We changed up the camos. We've got a lot of offerings, a lot of innovation put into them. Um, you know, we, we feel like we have something basically for the whole family, you know. So, like our cruiser lineup, we got the cruiser light, the cruiser G2. Got the kids that could jump into that, then we roll right up to mom and dad, you know, and that's what's that's what makes it really fun. Yeah, that's exciting. Can you tell us a little bit about the Kuma and, like, I guess the technology behind that bow? Yeah, you know, the, the Kuma this year, uh, we we really, you know, this was something we went into for a long time and, and put a lot of testing behind it. Uh, we got a brand new cam on it. Uh, you know, we put a uh, hinge roller guard. So you guys were used to probably seeing our hinge swing arm uh, in it in, in our last bows that we had before. And this year we put a, a roller guard into it also. So it, it swings. You got the hinge that comes into it, and you got the roller also. So takes away all the torque, really keeps it smooth on the draw, uh, keeps the cables from being uh, torqued to the side. If you look at the riser, if you ever get a chance to see the riser, we put a lot of advanced machining into the riser. So we got the riser on the cutouts on the inside of it. We actually have machining on that. So we was able to air it out as light as we could possibly get it um, and, and take away all the weight that we could. And this year we actually laid the limbs back further than we have before. And, and I tell you what, we, we uh, played with the angle of uh, the takeoff of our limb pockets and we got it, we got it just right. Cause that thing shoots and it's uh, it's dead in the hand feels, it feels great. The bow looks phenomenal. I'm checking it out. You know, we're looking at it right now as we speak, but the uh, cutouts on it look yeah. like awesome. Those look, do look pretty cool. 
that's a lot of yeah. great machining going on in this bow. And let's also talk about the patterns. Looks like you're offering a, the Badlands approach this year too. Yeah, man. I tell you what, that's something that's really that was a lot of fun. Was uh, we hooked up with Blake and them over at Badlands, and uh, we got the Badlands approach uh, camo on there, and then we also offered in the wrought iron. So it's a uh, it's a wrought iron look gray to it, which is it's a really cool color. So those will be the two main colors you'll use this year: the Badlands approach and the iron. That's going to be that's going to be the Badlands approach is going to be on our Legend series. The iron will come in the the Kuma, and then that's going to be on the Legend series. Then on the main line, we're also doing Real Tree Edge, and uh, we're doing some Shadow, and then Canob uh, and True Timber in some of the bows. So we got a ton of different ton of different finishes this year, more than more than we've ever done before. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. So. We're looking at the Kumba, Kuma, we're looking at um, 345 feet per second, 4.3 pounds, 6-inch brace, uh, axle, axle 33, 75% let off, and then 55 to 70 pound uh, peak weights, 25.5 inches, the 30-inch draw length. So uh, this has a lot to offer. There's a lot going on here with this speed. Now, it looks like it's going to be a comfort shooting bow, too. Yeah, you know that that was one of the things. Whenever we whenever we went for the thirty three inches axle to axle, one of the things around here, uh, and that we know from everybody that that we talk to, you know, that thirty three inches is something that everybody likes, and they want that that easier draw cam. They don't want that aggressive cam, you know, in a hunting bow. Uh, if you're sitting up in a tree stand all day, man, and it's cold, the last thing you want to do is struggle to draw the bow back the next time you know a deer comes walking by. So we, we did that. And then one of the things we, that the Kuma is 25 and a half to 30. And one of the things right off the bat that we started hearing was everybody's like, man, we would really like to see it in a longer, you know, 31, 32 inches in drawing. <laughs> yep. We had planned on coming out with that around the ATA show. We didn't realize there'd be such a big demand for it. So we went ahead and released that right away too. So we got the Kuma LOD that'll go all the way out to 32 inches. Wow. Oh, that's crazy. That's a lot of adjustability there mm -hmm. for people. That's for sure. Let's talk about the uh, soul. Let's talk about the soul intent a little bit. So is this bow, um, it's got a definitely a different distance here on draw length, 22 to 27. Is that for the smaller frame shooter? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we don't want to uh, pigeonhole that into what you would say would be a woman's bow because yep. we, we want it to be able to fit anybody from, you know, the, the smaller, the smaller frame shooter, like you say, whether it's a teenager that can still pull some poundage, uh, you know, maybe it's a, a woman, maybe it's a, a smaller guy, you know, so that's the thing we wanted to get down there and make a bow out of the sole intent that was maximized at that draw length. So that way you're not backing off a bow that's a, 60 pound or a 70 pound bow you're not backing it off four or five turns taking it all the way down to the littlest draw length you can and maybe even still having to twist up strings and cables so yeah. that's to go with the soul intent at that yeah that's great and so then you guys also launch a new bow called the approach hc uh this bow um there's a lot going on in this bow this riser is pretty cool looking and the yeah. price point's huge 449 uh msrp that's uh pretty amazing actually yeah man that's that's what we're saying we are packing a ton of technology into that kind of price point you're getting you're still getting the hybrid cam 
you know, you're getting a 340 feet per second dual. You're still getting the dual suppressors. You know, you got the, uh, the rotating module on that still. You don't need any kind of a bow press to change the draw length on that. That bow is a fantastic bow, and it, it shoots great for the for the price. I mean, that is good. That bow should, you know, just go bonkers for that price. Yeah, there's there's such a good lineup this year you guys got, such a variety. Let's talk a little bit about the species. I'm looking at this one now. Um, it's available in the new Realtree Edge in the Cryptic Highlands. Um Highlander, sorry, the Cryptic Highlander. So this yep. bow, um, is this a packaged bow at four hundred dollars? Yeah, yeah, wow. sure. That is a that's going to be our RTH bow. You can see, I mean, it's going to come in the sixty pound or the seventy pound. It's your your single cam bow, which makes it man, this bow is smooth. You know, that's yeah. that's the thing about those single cams. You know, they are such smooth drawing bows. We still get. A lot of people, you know, that really like seeing us come out with a nice, a nice single cam. And this bow here is packing a ton of punch too at this price point. You know, with everything that it's coming in. Yeah, it's still three hundred twenty feet per second. I mean, yeah. and, the, and the ranges are amazing: forty-five to sixty pounds, or fifty-five to seventy. And then draw lengths range from twenty-three to thirty, which is adjustable by yourself. It looks like on the cam, so you can yeah. make that change. Interesting. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. That's the that's the best thing about the cams. You know, something we went to a good while ago, probably about oh eight years ago. You know, we started making it where the cam was more of a rotating module. That way, the person at home didn't have to, you know, try to track somebody down with a bow press or something. That way, they could change it. You know, fairly easy. You know, with a little bit of knowledge, they could change it by themselves at home and be yeah, able to yeah. to work on it. So Gary, this th these bows that you launched with the the new Realtree Edge, that's kind of um, that's kind of new, right? Because I haven't heard much about the Edge really till this till this launch. Is that kind of like letting the cat out of the bag? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. Realtree. <laughs> yeah, uh, Realtree don't even know that we went ahead. And that's awesome. Uh, I'm sure Tyler yeah. will know now after he sees uh. listens to this one. But yeah, I mean, I, I noticed that as the first thing I noticed. I've heard rumors of this new yeah. Edge coming. And then I saw it, and I was like, wow, I go, this I is it. I seen it. Is there a picture of it? Uh, yeah, it's on this boat. The species here. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, that's really cool that you guys did that. And uh, interesting. I love the the iron concept, and I do like the balance approach. I like that you guys kind of mixed it up this year. And you have Cryptex, so you guys have such a huge variety of colors, you know. Yeah, man, that's the one thing. You know, that's the one thing you see from everybody is everybody wants something different. You yeah, know? yeah. It's always something different, and black was always done really well, but and with the shadow, and then this year we decided to change it up a little bit, and uh, we brought in several different samples, and all of us landed on the rod iron. It, it looks really good. Yeah, this this is phenomenal. I was going to tell you, you know, one of the things I've always uh, admired, and in, in, even in myself, like when, with Bowhunter Plant, things we've done over the years is, one of the things I tried to do this in the next couple of years is one of my plans is to try to take these middle middle priced bows and go out and do the hunts with them and, and these bows instead yeah. of the top notch ones, um, just because to show people that these things are bad bones, man. The technology is 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 there, you know. It's what they originally, you know, what you guys had maybe two years ago might be in some of those those lower cost bows, but still, you know, top notch stuff. Yeah. So. Absolutely. You know, our wheelhouse is uh, the average hunter, man. The guy that's going out there on the weekend, he's saving up two weeks every year in November. You know, I mean, he's able to shoot some and that, that guy wants a wants a good bow. He don't want to spend a pile of money on it. 
but he still wants to get all the technology and the innovation he can. And I tell you what, we're bringing that to the table to him this year at a hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Let's talk a little bit about, um, so obviously the lineup's awesome. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, go to beararchy.com. I'll put the link below. You can check out the new lineup. Um, let's talk a little bit about, um, uh, the technology real quick. Uh, th- so there's different things on these bows that are different. Uh, you got the lockdown pocket system, uh, shock waves, uh, rock, is it rock stops? Um, yeah. the ready to hunt packages. And then this new limb, uh, is this the enduro fiber limbs? Yeah, the enduro fiber limbs. We've been we've been doing that for a little while. Now we're just really calling them out, letting them know, uh, letting people know what they are. Yeah. Oh, I see it now. I'm looking at it now. What about this? Um, what about this? Uh, the uh, the new. It looks like it's like a new suppression system. I can't see it very well in the picture, but it looks like a new rubberized suppression. It's on the limbs. Yeah, that's uh, that's something that we've done uh, this year on the limb is uh, we put uh, we put the shock waves on there so it actually will be applying it at the factory so it'll come actually already applied to the bow and it's going to be on every limb uh it's got fins that hang off of yeah it, so it looks cool uh, yeah it does it. and i'm telling you in slow motion it actually works uh it does take a lot of the shock directly out of the limb immediately so we got it down by the by the cams as close as we can so immediately on the shot the fins start shaking and sucking up some of the the actual shock and noise yeah that's really really cool man the cams on that kuma look awesome i'm just looking at the cam in detail <laughs> went back, went backwards sorry guys um okay let's talk about bear archery as a whole real quick i mean this is a brand that's synonymous with fred bear himself one of the original people that create archery in general the first compound bow person. I mean, this is the kind of guys that, you know, Fred Bear was the stuff, you know, and then that this is the stuff legends are made of, which is kind of part of your tagline probably. But um, let's talk about the brand. I mean, you've been there, what, you said 12 years now. It's been a, a while for you, not in marketing, but in, in the, at the company. I guess, what does that mean for you guys? You know, it seems like a, it seems like an awesome heritage to be a part of, you know? Yeah, you know, you know, Fred is what it's all about. And Whenever it comes down to bow hunting, you know, he he was so passionate about it and the customer and what he made and making sure that it grew. You know, he wanted archery to grow. Yeah. Uh, Fred is what it's all about, man. I mean, we try to make sure that everything that we do around here is centered around how Fred would have done it. We still got all of his commandments hanging up about how the customer's first. They're always right. Uh, we got parts the proving ground signs i mean we got we still have everything up here because we never want to lose the fred bear that's in us here you know and and that guy was fantastic and i don't care where you go or who you talk to if you bring up archery nine times out of ten they're like you know what i had an old whitetail hunter back in the day or (laughs) (laughs) i had an old grizzly or Something like that, you know, is is the thing. I had a grizzly bow and I hunted, or I used to watch Fred on uh, on TV and uh, you know American Sportsman, and and that's what it's all about, and that's what we want to try to keep. We keep those values. We want to keep that innovation, and uh, so he he actually was up in Michigan, up in Grayling, and uh, whenever he moved the factory to Florida, it was in the seventies. And then uh, after after Fred passed, uh, the company changed hands two or three times. 
And then Escalade Sports actually took it over uh, in the 2000s, um, early 2000s. And Escalade Sports is kind of the umbrella company of Bear. And whenever they took it over, the headquarters is in Evansville, Indiana. So the factory is still in Gainesville, Florida, still made in the same place. Everything down there is still the same. And uh, let's see, we've been here about, the company's been here about 13 years or so. And underneath the umbrella of Bear Archery is also the Trophy Ridge, uh, Cajun Bow Fishing, Rocket Broadheads, uh, Fletcher. And uh, so we got, we got several, you know, we're into it deep. You know, and we love it. And everybody that works in this office, man, I tell you what, if we ain't using it or hunting with it, we're not going to go forward with it. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. So <clears throat> speaking of the other brands, let's talk a little bit about that. Um, so are you doing kind of a lot of the work on all the brands like Trophy Ridge and Rocket? Yep, yep. So I'll do the I'll do the marketing manager I'm for the, all the brands in archery. So let's talk oh. about let's talk about Trophy Ridge. So what do you guys got going with that this year? Because obviously yep. the whisker biscuit's one of the best known rest <laughs> yep. ever made, and oh. we've we've dropped we've taken dropways off our bows and put a whisker biscuit on. No joke. Yeah, I did that hunt. last weekend. That happened just <laughs> recently, and I actually was talking to the guys. It's so funny when um <clears throat> a couple years back I was invited to hunt with another bow brand locally in Michigan, and. I had to set up their bow the night before, and I actually set up with a whisker biscuit and shot a deer the next day. <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, this rest is the best thing ever made. I know. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you know, the biscuit, the the great thing about the biscuit is you don't have to worry about anything, man. Know. You know, every time somebody always talks to me, they're like, you know, just getting started or they're hunting or whatever, and they're like, what should I get? I'm like... Man, I I shoot the biscuit anytime I'm hunting just because I don't ever have to worry about anything. Yep. You know, I mean, if, uh, I, you know, pulling it up, I drop it, my bow or, or whatever, I'm not worried about a cord or something moving in my, in my tables. If I, you know, if it flipped, if it got out of time, I don't have to worry about it. But that, that, uh, that rest is tried and true, man. I mean, it's fantastic. And, uh, a lot of great stuff over there. Is that something you guys work on yearly, trying to like kind of rejuvenate different ideas, or how's it how's it come about? I guess the designs. Yep, yep. We actually we uh, throw projects in there every year for Trophy Ridge, and we're always coming up with something new. A lot of it always kind of it always kind of comes from from us using the product and messing with it over a season, and we're kind of like, you know what? I wonder if we did this, or I would like it if we did this, you know, and. Uh, so that's something that we did. And this year we come up with the uh, React, which is the one pin. And uh, so what we did with it is it's a whole new pin design. It actually looks like an upside down V. So it actually opens up your target underneath the pin and the side. So it don't cover it up like an up pin and it don't cover it up like one coming from out of the side. So it's just kind of a, a new design on a pin. And we shrunk the react portion of it to make it a little a little lighter, a little easier for someone that don't have to have a single pin that goes out to a hundred yards. Yeah, yeah, you that's know. very cool. There's some cool stuff there. Yeah. You know, it's top yeah. notch. That's Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely, man. And then the H4, we come out with an H4, so it's a react uh, react technology, but we put it four pin. 
for everybody that's not shooting super fast. So if you're shooting 195 feet per second, you can get in the H4 set up with react technology nice yeah very cool that sounds yeah. exciting and then how about the broadhead side of the business because that seems a little bit hard right you get a broadhead you kind of you know designs are kind of usually stay around the same but i know you guys have had a lot of different things there and a whole bunch of marking campaigns i remember that um what was it the chainsaw with all the different all the different heads on it awesome. yeah that, that was always really cool at the ata show everybody always loved the chainsaw man always had to have the pitch in front of it <laughs> yeah that's so funny yeah the on the rocket side of stuff we uh we still got just the tried and true you know that's the thing about rocket is everybody that used that over the years there's no reason to change anything in it you know we always dabble around in stuff trying to figure out if something new we do but the the hammerhead the sidewinder the steel head and the ultimate steel they're still just tried and true and killers I mean, they, they're always fan rod heads. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. We got a, uh, we just had a, one of our, we just got another guest on our show. Little BHP kids, Connor Thomas, just stepped in the room. <laughs> Connor, you got any questions for Mr. Gary? He's at Bear Archery. He makes bows. That's what he does. Do <laughs> you have any uh, questions you want to ask him while, you, while you're here? Is he an archery shooter? Is he an archery shooter? Yeah, he's an archery shooter. Everybody, I hope so. everybody in this industry is an archery shooter. I hope so. I hope. So. Yeah, get closer though. If you have any questions, you have any other questions? Um, yeah, get closer, bud. You can't. Uh, you're too far away. Just talk normal. Hmm. Ask him if he wants to see your Pokemon collection. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of kids' bows do you have for me? Oh, uh, you know what? How about that? <laughs> we got him to say something that's great exactly well i tell you what we got some we got some great kids bows and that's one thing that we really we really take a pride in is doing the cruiser light they're uh they're great kids bows because they're light enough that the kid can hold them but they're not cheap they're not flimsy they're made just like we make our compounds in the factory they're there are limbs you know and uh, the cruiser likes only 3.2 pounds, you know. With, nice. Uh, Do you guys make arrows? We don't make arrows. Nope, we don't make arrows. That's a tough, uh, that's a tough industry to break into. Yeah. <laughs> you think? <laughs> There's only a couple in there, too. Yeah. That's a crowded, that's a crowded market right now that would be tough to get in. I yeah. know a guy. Oh, how about that? I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, too funny the uh do you guys still make the flash bows yeah yeah we make the flash bows yeah we have some uh some kids bows you know that uh are the oh the like the fiberglass type bows that you find at the big box stores with the shoot through so like the flash and different things like that yeah they do they do super good they always do really well yeah, those are. Yeah, that was the first one I bought for my kids. I was gonna say that was what Connor started on was the yeah. Flash. You remember yeah, that bow or no? Flash, you mean like the ones where like it's not a compound, but it's correct like at that archery place. At the other one. No, that's a that's a recurve. You actually shot this Flash one in the field outside. Remember we took some pictures, you and Griffin, with those Flash bows, the yellow and the red one. Was it, I thought it was an orange and a green. No, it's a it's a bright orange. I'm sorry, it was a bright reddish and a green. No, I said it wrong again. <laughs> it's got me twisted up. It was yellow and red. Remember, they're like longer. I they're long. They had that. They, they, the arrow goes right in the middle of them. Shoots right through the middle. Yeah. Mm. 
Well, well, Gary, he modeled for you, and you just don't yeah. know it. <laughs> oh yeah. Is it the one? Is it the one that you know how we got that picture in the basement? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Those two that's bows. what I'm talking about. It's orange and green. No, actually, it's red and yellow. Oh. But yeah, you're, uh, it's I mean, just black and white. I made it black. Is that the one that I shoot right now? No, 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 no. Oh. That's a compound type. That's not the scene. You know, one hit crack in your deer. Sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, it looks similar. <laughs> He's been using a crossbow for hunting. Because uh, he can't pull enough pounds yet, he's still only about nine pounds. But that's a good question, then, Gary. So let's talk about let's talk about the crossbows a little bit. Because I know, like I was seeing you earlier, I didn't realize you guys still had them. It's a different website now. Yeah, it's actually uh, the they're called the Carnage crossbows is what they're called. Uh, so we come out with those this year, and uh, what we'll be doing is we just didn't have time to come out with more on the X side. So instead of trying to rush it, what we done was we just decided to wait and just keep working on it. But we come out with uh, we come out with an apocalypse and apocalypse LS, and it's carnage with a K. Yeah, Real nice. Yeah, it's really exciting. I can't wait. We're gonna get our hands on a couple here. He's gonna send us one for a Tesla. But I want to get it on the show and we'll check it out. And and then also. You know, I, I think it's one of those things where it's hard to judge it until you get it in your hand, you oh, know. Yeah. And we say, we tell it to everybody before they buy bows, just, yeah, I get shooting them, you know. Go yep. test them out and get a feel for them, you know. What, yeah. What materials do you guys use to build them? Yeah, on the on the, on the the regular bows, you know, we use uh, different aluminum. So we machine out aluminum there, and then we have different, uh, different fiberglass that we use for the limbs. And so it's mainly going to be aluminum and fiberglass. So what that means, bud, is they take a piece of metal and they have a machine that cuts it. Like you take a scissors and cut paper, but oh. the machine cuts the metal and it turns it into a bow. So, so like one of those, like they carve it out? Yep. All those, yeah. see all that metal goes down the riser? That's Today how they... we were um, at school, we were, we were reading a book about um, history of the United States and uh, there was a statue. I, I forgot who it was. I, I feel like it was like teddy roosevelt or something i don't know who it was they carved this thing out of stone it looked so like it looked like a human like really it, it was it was the hands it was just yeah. like it was i saw those statues human. in the capitol building in dc when i was just there they have them all around you everybody but i i in fact you know what i think what i heard is there's a statue similar to that of fred bear at the cabela's here yeah. in michigan yeah, they just put that one up yeah, there. That's awesome. <laughs> Speaking of statues, they but I want to go see that. I haven't seen it's it. It's actually it, right? the backdrop on my phone. Oh, did you see it? <laughs> yeah. You turn sideways. Is it? Oh, it is. Wow. Yeah. No kidding. That looked cool. Yeah. Wow, what's yeah, it saying got, there? It's, it's, it's an awesome quote. It's, it's a quote? One yeah, of his quotes? Cool. Go, go afield with good attitude. Oop, no, just shut off. With respect for the wildlife you hunt and for the forests and fields in which you walk. Immerse yourself in the outdoor experience. And it will cleanse your soul and make you a better person. And don't forget to buy a bow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or a crossbow. <clears throat> or a crossbow. It was buy a bow. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> that's awesome. Get, in, get into the sport. <laughs> yeah. That's where it's at. Um, yeah. So let's, t- oh, so Gary, tell us about you. I mean, I know we were talking earlier, you and I, um, offline here, but uh, let's talk about your hunting schedule. Like what's going down for you this year? I tell you what, right now, uh, we're finally starting to get a little bit of cool weather down here in Southern Indiana. So, our headquarters is in Evansville, Indiana, and Evansville, Indiana is kind of, it's kind of right tucked in, right above the Ohio River. So we're right above Kentucky and right next to Illinois. So starting to cool down finally. 
and I'm getting pretty pumped about Halloween for some reason, and I don't know why, but every year where I'm at, Halloween seems to always kind of be a, a good day. And uh, I know I know last year, I think it was about 80 degrees or 84 degrees on Halloween, and there's no way I'm going today. I usually do, but I'm not. And when you know it, I go out there and pull trail cameras that weekend, and I had the eight-pointer that I was hunting was on, on there on his feet during the day. So <laughs> won't be making that mistake again, but. No. <laughs> we got young kids, so I got about three or four more years before I can go back and hunt Halloween again. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And we uh, <clears throat> we just took the kids on their first, uh, well, they're hunted this year, and they both got one. Jamie's yeah. son got his first year, and yeah. Connor got his second here. And um, <clears throat> awesome. it was so hot. I mean, we I mean, we yeah. were sweating. The first yeah. night, it was crazy. And the the funny part, Gary, though, is I was I was complaining to one of my buddies at uh, uh, Southern Vane Outdoors. I, I was talking to them guys, and I was like, and they're like, yeah, you know, we kind of do that every day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so down in like down in like Georgia, Louisiana, it's hilarious. Yeah. Wouldn't so, that be? I'd, I'd I'd be rough down there trying to get me to get up and go every day if it no, was about eighty five. No. It would be very hard. It, I think it would that kind of heat. Like even us. So then our opening weekend, it was like cool one night, but then most of the time it was it was not uh, it was not kosher. It was not no. good at all. No. And right. We we it was so hot and the deer weren't moving. It just became. I kind of told myself, you know, at that moment that I think I'm done hunting that time frame. I think I'm waiting till like this yeah. time frame and, and further now. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Any more where i'm at i try to stay out of there's a couple places that i hunt that i really try to stay out of until right close to halloween before i really start going in there and hunting yeah i yeah, just you almost have to yeah man because i tell you what if i start kicking them out of there i just that last thing i want to do is really start booting them out of there and that's why i'll hunt the edges a little bit but um that's what i know last week we had a meeting here last week and we were sitting there talking about doing some uh well, actually, we're going to be doing some Facebook Live stuff, Q&A for everybody on the Bear Archery and Trophy Ridge side next week. And uh, we had a meeting and they were like, so when should we do this? And we were talking and I said, well, here's the deal. I said, you got next week and the week after. Then after that, I'm going to be pretty sparse to get a hold of. Till right <laughs> <laughs> See ya. I want to get it in quick if you want something to do with me. Well, that's hilarious. <laughs> Now, Gary, tell us, you know, I was talking to you earlier about this, and I think it's a good subject, and, and a lot of people don't understand, but tell us what it's like to be a marketing person in a, for a bow company. Probably one of the hardest jobs, I think, out there. Uh, I guess, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I know you're only kind of new to it, but what has been your experience so far with that with that role? Well, you know, I uh, it, it's tough, and, and it's very... It's hard to uh, nail down one thing every day that you that you can do to try to accomplish. So I started here about 12 years ago and I started on the dealer, the dealer side of things. And then after about two years, I went to the engineering side um, and I worked on the engineering side, actually uh, with bows and uh, quality and R&D and, and building. And then while I was doing that also, I was kind of doing some of the marketing stuff also. So that's how I got my feet wet, was doing the marketing side of it there. And then after we had one of the guys leave here in the marketing department, I took over. I had a lot of the relationships already made. 
uh, know a lot of the people. So I knew a lot of the stuff already. But I tell you what, whenever you jump into the marketing side of a bow company, especially whenever you're taking on more than one brand, um, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a ton. That's like uh, <laughs> right now, right now, you know, we're knee deep in ATA show stuff. Uh, print ads for 2018. Uh, we're working with partners for 2018. You know, TV, uh, print, uh, digital, social media, uh, catalogs, <clears throat> you know, just trying to get content and assets. And then along the way, uh, you're, you're also dealing with donations, um, consumer shows, dealer shows, uh, you're trying to keep the salesmen that are out there on the road with the dealers. You're trying to keep them equipped with everything that they need, you know, to make a sale. Uh, so it's a, it's an ongoing process and it, I think it's a never stop process. And all you can hope is to hopefully finish one task a day and to be able to get that off your list, mm -hmm. but usually add two or three. At <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That sounds pretty typical. <laughs> it is, and that's for sure. I tell you what, you know, you really, you really have to enjoy the the sport of bow hunting and archery and yeah. people to to be able to to hang in there and do it. You know, it's such a, a wide variety the industry when it comes to that, and I, I think it's interesting that the shows inter are interesting to me. It's just everybody wants a show, so it makes it kind of fun because you know people want to go out and do their thing, and that's great. And, uh, and for you, that's got to be extremely hard trying to pick the right ones that you guys think you need to, you know, be a part of. <laughs> that's where yeah. I think it gets tricky, it's real tricky for you guys. You're doing pretty good because you got one of the best guys, I think, Mr. Blanton. Oh, oh. Dave Blanton. What, <laughs> Dave, if, they did, what Dave, if they didn't resign him? <laughs> oh, I just threw him. <laughs> That'd Oops. be a bad way to tell somebody on the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. Maybe next time. Uh, these guys at seven o'clock, you'll find out how it went. <laughs> that is so yeah. Funny. You know, that's, that's tough. And you know, any more to the way, uh, video photography and, and content has gotten with YouTube, Roku, Apple TV, everybody that has a camera also feels like, yeah. Hey, I can do this. I can do this, you know? Yeah. And, I, they don't realize how much has to go into it to make something that's quality enough or good enough that you want to be able to put your name behind, you know, and, uh, and anymore, you know, with, with money being the way it is, it's not like you have an unlimited budget. So yeah. you have to be really frugal about with yeah. what you do and where you're putting it. Yeah, it's that's a tricky one, you know. We, we we dabbled in the TV portions for online TV stuff, and we still do some min, minor stuff with our hunting shows, but it's very minor, and it's just more like testing in our our opinion. But it's gotten real tricky because if you want to compete with like the the Heartland bow hunter type stuff, that's like not cheap to do. I mean, it's you you have to have high quality product to do it, and you got to have a lot of time. You got to be able to pay for digital. Um, edits and stuff, people to put in graphics and things. It's just too much. It's too much. One video could literally cost you six to ten grand if you <laughs> if you're hiring out pieces of it, you know, editing and whatever. So yeah. I can see how it, you know it can be tricky, you know, to, to be able to compete with that, you know, nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. And and the amount of people that you have to have to help you out, you know, I mean, there's a one man show, a one man band show is not a 
not a way that it's going to happen. You know, I mean, like we're partners with Buck Ventures and uh, those guys come and did some bow fishing uh, episodes with us. And I bet we had probably eight guys on the boat, you know, just trying to do the, the episode. And I mean, you know, you're out there all night trying to get content and footage <laughs> and you know, so I mean, it's 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 shorter, nothing easy, and and I've hunted with the guys before and stuff, you know, and and it's tough because if the cameraman ain't on them, you can't take the shot, and yeah. I'm not anything like that. I'm like, man, that's a that's a nice buck. I'm I'm shooting, yeah. and they're like, wait, wait, and I'm like, wait a minute, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's going down, dude. Yeah, it's not going gonna lie, down. there's there's plenty of times I woke up in the morning and be like, I'm about to leave these cameras here. Yeah, I'm just oh, gonna yeah. go hunt. Yeah. The funny part is we don't really have to film our hunts. Yeah. We don't really have a hunting show. It's just that I hate to not bring it in case yeah. I miss yeah. something cool. Like, yeah. like, like for instance, uh, 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 John Cedar shot a deer this morning with his with a bear bow. Actually, the bear yeah. moment he shot yeah. he shot a doe. Um, it ran, it kicked out, ran in front of him twenty yards, did a complete circle, came back right to his stand and dropped dead. Yeah, ten yards in front of his stand. Like that's something you don't see every day. I mean, that's never happened to me. Yeah. He's like, I go, how far did you track? He goes, nowhere. It, it turned around, ran away in the woods, came right back out and, and stopped right in front of, and dropped in front of my stand. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Could have only been better if it laid by the truck. I know. I'm like, I'm like, how does that happen? I know. I know. Yeah. Can you imagine that? I was like, what? It dropped where? Yeah. Even Connor's over here. He shot his. Yeah. He shot it. It ran. It did like this it, turn. It like came out like and then it turned around then it started going like you know towards like, the truck yeah it just ran right towards the truck i'm like oh sweet it's right by the truck and it got like it literally got i mean it was still pretty far from the truck but it did it ran across a field and died in the field so it made it simple to find it now yeah. jamie's son who shot his the night before ran to the, ran, ran straight into the um, bushes no, but what yeah. was there it was a uh, uh, poison ivy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Straight into the poison took ivy. Two hours. To yeah, because Jamie didn't want to go in. No one wanted to go in the poison yeah. ivy to find the blood trail. We had to go around it. Oh, well, I try found to find the poison it. ivy. I got it all over my arm. I know. Perfect. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that that's so all. funny. Everybody wants to take a camera though, and that's why, man. You just never know what's. I mean, I just got them. I got back from a bear hunt in Canada, and I I have my camera with me every day and uh you know and, and was using it but oh it's a lot of fun though it's a lot of fun using the camera and I, I you know the bad thing is you hate turning people down so and telling them no but i don't think everybody understands just how many requests uh you get <laughs> no, I, can't even imagine. I can't imagine i get requests myself we, yeah we get, we get requests we don't even time. make anything <laughs> I'm like, yeah. you guys realize we don't make anything? Uh, I'm like, what are you I talking say, about? What do you want? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, like, get you know, your hat. I, I would say that on an average, I probably get five or six a day. Oh, yeah. You I'm know. Sure. But th- that's what hurts, though, too. It hurts It hurts the companies like even ours who, who have been in the industry a long time and need to get a hold of you. Because if, yeah. you, if you're just meeting us, which we kind of just met recently, it's hard to figure that out you know, or find that connection. Whereas, like, you know, some companies I haven't talked to to this day, and I've been in this industry yeah. since 2009, yeah. we haven't talked right. to them to this day. There's, like, two or three brands that come to mind right off the top of my head that, that I've never talked to anybody, ever, in marketing. Yeah. And I've tried. Well, it's hard. Yeah. And, yeah. and you it's can't crazy. even send, you know, because Facebook makes it where you can't send an email from Bowhunter Planet. I got to send it through me first, and half the time, bro, who's this guy? Yeah. And just erasing it. 
Right. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just, who's this yeah. random dude with our thousand <laughs> yeah. emails? Like, we do the same yeah. thing. Like, yeah, see you later. That's the truth, man. And, you know, I try to, and I try to be honest, and I've, I've always... I've always been, I've always been one that I can pride myself on. Say that I definitely am, am pretty honest, straightforward with everybody. And you know, if it's if they need work, they need work. And I always try to tell them, my guys, listen, you're just starting out, right? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. You you still need to do this for a little while to even see if this is what you want to do because you don't understand that this takes a lot of work, a lot of work. You know. It is tricky. I mean, there's so many different areas of that you got to deal with. You know. Whether it's you know print ad advertising internet stuff like what we do just different things you got to figure it all out yeah. and yeah. you got to track it and figure you know mm-hmm. the photography of it the uh, you know the videos that you have to do for your own commercials and um, it's just a lot and you know you're dealing with multiple brands too which makes it even more tricky for you and and, and your engineers who I, I find it incredible when you have that many brands that you have to play with you know what I mean yeah. coming up with something new because you can't just sit there and let it be stagnant you have to be you know looking fresh and come up with new ideas so yeah that's that's one of the tough things man is always trying to make something new and great every year that uh is appealing to everybody else you know for so sure that's what makes it tough but that's also you know that's also one of the reasons that the people that work around here also are hunters and that's why no you really don't see anybody in the building from november 1st to halloween so after thanksgiving he says we are out there so while we are sitting in the tree we're like well, i wonder if we did this or if i wonder if we did this you know so that helps a lot you know i mean we're not just making windows and doors here and then we just turn around and go home and do whatever we want to do we're actually using and, and using the product that we're going out there and building, you know, so that that helps on hopefully keeping the ideas rolling every year. But every year we come up with something, we're always like, how in the world are we going to do any better than this next year? Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> Very cool. All right, well, hey, Gary Lewis, Bear Archery, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. If you're out there, go to uh, www.beararcheryproducts.com. Uh, trophyridge.com they got rocketbroadheads.com and cajun bow fishing and gary you mentioned uh um uh don't tell me i know this one you mentioned fletcher earlier acquired fletcher last year at the ata show we uh, acquired them so now we have uh fletcher fletcher archery releases perfect cool yeah we'll get we'll be in touch you on that one <laughs> absolutely <laughs> For Tesla, that's a great one to be a t- to work with hey, yeah and I knew the, I knew the original Jim Fletcher. I met him a couple times back at the ATA the last I don't know maybe 2012 to 2015 ish. But yeah, I mean uh, nice guy and uh, good family. They had a great product there, so it's really exciting you guys picked that up. Yeah, yeah. It's another product that's been around for a long time. That was a perfect ad, you know, to bring in house with us and uh, for us to keep moving the ball down the road for him. Awesome. All right, Gary, uh, stick around for a minute when you get a second. And uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us on this podcast. Uh, again, brought to you by Vanguard Outdoors. You can check out VanguardWorld.us um, and our friends over there. And special thanks to them for helping out the podcast. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Bowhunter Planet podcast online at bowhunterplanet.com with your host, Team BHP. Check us out on Facebook at Bowhunter Planet. We'll catch you next time. <laughs>